just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Robin Callie Show. Yeah, things are crazy in the studio tonight. We're trying to do a lot <laughs> we, of different things. And, and we got here really early. We're bouncing we're still checkbooks. Not we're, we're trying to do a lot. And it's funny because the theme of the show is problems. And it seems like the beginning of the show is a little bit of a you know problem. What? You're right. We're kind but, of we're deconstructing our own show and we haven't even started yet. But I just, that's Callie Alpert. I'm Rob Kay. We're coming to you live <laughs> from the talkradio.nyc studios. So I just want to put it out there. Tonight's theme is problems. But I like to think of problems. Problems is challenges. Oh, that's so I th- I think very sta- Pollyanna of you. We started. Actually, I think it's pretty no, advanced. It is. It yeah, is. It we is. started the show off with some challenges. So we are in the middle of challenges as we All do right. the show. We're still smiling. We're laughing. We are we're fixing w- our microphones. That's right. Yeah. We want to welcome everybody from around the world for listening and really appreciate all the support we've gotten from you guys. Just it's great to have you as part of the audience. Thank you for joining us for the next hour on the show. So how are you, Callie? <laughs> I'm distra- Well, first of all, I'm laughing because this is the first time in our what um, year plus year and a half that we've been with the radio station yeah. that we have changed our seating. That's right. We're always in the same seat. You're always to my right. And tonight we have switched it up. It just sort of happened. That's right. And it's very, I mean, it might not be exciting for our listeners to really care about, but for us, it's really, it's sort of a shift. Right, right. And so I'm a tourist, you know, and our comfort (laughs) zone is very small. So sometimes it takes a while for us to make some changes. And tonight we're changing it up. And I'm a Leo, and I am constantly um, being reminded that Leo is also like a rigid masculine sign, even though I never think of myself. I, I don't often think of myself as rigid, and I've learned that in many ways I, I, I am more than I've ever wanted to admit. All right. So, well, good. Change is good. Yeah, that's change right. Change is an important theme. I'm just trying to fix the microphone here. That's too, right. It's moving around. So, um, so, tonight, everybody, we welcome everyone to call in or post about their problems. Any problem you have, Callie and I are here to offer free advice. Not for five cents, it's free. You know, this isn't like uh, Lucy and Peanuts or anything. We're, we're giving it for free. If you want to call in, the number is 877-480-4120. If you want to post on Facebook, that's great. You can go to um, uh, the Rob and Callie Show page. And uh, eventually, hopefully during the show, we we're trying to get Facebook Live going. And we had a little challenge with that, or some may say a problem. But I think it's a problem <laughs> that can be overcome, don't you, Callie? Yes. Which one? You mean not being able to get on Facebook Live yet? Yes. Yeah. With our, t- our technical issues tonight. Yes. Yeah. I do think, you know, I, I do. And I want to say, I'm going to give a shout out to my mom, who I think is listening tonight. Right. Um, because this was her idea. And it was a nuanced thing, because you and I started the show. Um, you know, uh, often as we do in our lives, giving people counsel, obviously you life coaching and me as an unofficial street shrink. We've had a lot of people come to us over the years in our friendships and our professional worlds, seeking feedback, a good, you know, an ear advice, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started when we launched the show, we actually intended for that to happen to have that kind of interaction with our listeners. And then just by the natural evolution of things, you know, we started to have more banter amongst ourselves. We started to book guests. And so my mom suggested that the big difference would be using the word problem as opposed to, oh, talk about your stuff or, you know. Oi, my problems. Um, (laughs) I've got this goita I just can't seem to get rid of. Um, So, uh, you know, she was really encouraging us to do this. And so I'm going to give a shout out. It looks like we are now Sam, our elf ever so gently and quietly has gotten us on Facebook Live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Facebook Live stream. Okay, so we are, um, during the commercial break, we'll share that to our other respective pages because we have to, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, Here we are. To hold on to the microphone tonight for some reason. So, welcome to everybody who's listening to us. Like we said, that we, um, if you, are we on the Robin Kelly page right now? No, we're We're on on your page. Oh, we're on. Okay, we're on Callie Alpert's page. Oh, okay. Um, So, if you'd like to join us, please feel free to um, email, send us a note, call in. As Rob said, this is so funny. It's like I know we're we're like hi. We're like practically making out. We're very close. That's right. Um, So. Tell me where where did you first look at problems the word problem as a um, as a challenge and not as a um, limitation? What? 
Can you hear me? Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I don't know. I think I just remember being tired of problems in general and I was trying to find a more positive spin on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, let me look at it like a challenge instead of something that doesn't have a solution. And I'm the kind of guy where I'm usually focused on solutions anyway. Yes. Even with Facebook Live, I'm, you know, <laughs> focused on solutions. And so, uh, so yeah, just, you know, trying to do that. In fact, I think it would be good is when one of us is talking, let's move this back and forth, that'd be a little bit easier, I think. Okay. So Callie, tell me, what do you think as far <laughs> as, this is new for as us, your actually, whole we're thing growing. about problems? Yeah, well, I am. Um, problems versus challenges. You know what? I'm trying to think of like my relationship with this word, you know? I mean, I often hear the word problems more in professional settings when people, you know, um, the catchphrase is like problem solving or we need to figure this out or whatever. I, um, you know, maybe it's a matter of semantics. I don't know that I, do you think, you know me better than I do on certain days. Do you think I use the word problems a lot? I mean, I certainly have issues and things and complaints and things I, I'm sorting out, but apparently your mother uses the word problems. <laughs> um, but do I, do you hear me using the word problems? I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I think sometimes you say I have a situation. Um, <laughs> I got a situation. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember. I just, I know with clients and I know. When I'm talking about oh. myself, I put the camera on me because I'm talking. Um, no, when, I, when I'm talking to people, I usually try and just focus it like a challenge because that's part of life and growing is we experience as challenges and then we overcome them and we're better people. Yes. So we got people joining the Facebook live stream. Okay. Jody K. Rosen. Thank Welcome, you so Jody. much for watching. Yes. Really appreciate it. Scott Z Scott Zacharin, mm -hmm. thanks for joining. Yeah, if I welcome, were looking Scott. for a wife, who would I go to? That's a good question. <laughs> and Scott, we have the answer. I'm so aren't you glad that you checked into this show because we're going to help you get a wife tonight, and Callie's going to take it from here. Now I happen to know that this is a you know a he's asking in a play a, a fit of whimsy and rhetoric in the name of all the single men out there because he happens to have a beautiful wife who I know and love, who introduced Rob and I actually. You just, yeah. Oh, um, But, uh, so Scott. And, oh, it's that Scott. Yes, it's yeah. that Scott, right. Scott, tell Deb we said hi. Yes. So, um, but in answer to that question for the for the rest of the, the single people out there, where, where is the great, the easiest place to meet people these days? You know, online dating seems to be the most popular way. I have not never really had luck with that. I'm more about meeting people just naturally in my life. But I think that actually it works for a lot of people. I know some very successful relationships and marriages that have blossomed from um, online dating. There's asking friends to fix you up, which is how Scott and his wife met each other. Um, there is keeping, I would say ultimately, regardless of circumstances, there's keeping your heart and mind open and living your happiest life every day right so that you're projecting an energy that attracts people that um you know that could p potentially be your partners right which is what i've been going through recently i've realized recently and this was sort of a big epiphany for me although i talk to people about this all the time that i realized that with myself one of the reasons why i'm still <laughs> single is because I still, although I'm better at it, I'm better at being me, I'm better being comfortable with myself, I still can get even more content with my own life without someone. So I put out that vibe to where I welcome them into my life where I'm content already. And so, you know, there have been times where I think a girlfriend is going to make me feel better, I'll have a better life. And sometimes that's true, practically speaking. But in a vibe sense, what I've been focusing on recently is not worried about dating, not worried about meeting a girl, just focused on my vibe and the fact that I'm just going to try and be content on my own. And it's been working because mm -hmm. I've been enjoying my own life. Mm -hmm. So for everyone who's watching who's single and you're tired of online dating and people are fixing you up on dates, you, people you don't want to meet, and you're frustrated, you're angry about being single, I think that will help a lot. It's all about us trying to put out a vibe of gratitude and some joy, some contentment, and just being happy with ourselves and sort of relaxed about it, you know? Yeah. Um, Jody K. Rosen, Callie has great energy. Boy, does she have great energy. She really does. Oh, that's very kind. And Gerard, thanks for joining. Hi, Gerard. Um, so one of the problems I have right now is that I need to put my glasses on to read all the Facebook Live uh, contributions that we have thus far. But we appreciate them. Um, 
you know, so back to your point about the idea of problems and the fact that they're opportunities. I think as I've gotten older and I've done more work on myself, I feel like often when a problem comes up, I go right to the, okay, what is this supposed to mean? It's meant to be, what am I supposed to learn from it? Right. Which I do think is a really important way to approach problems. That said, I do think that there's an intermediary step where you have to kind of let yourself feel whatever it is that you're feeling um, and to deal with the challenge or to feel with, uh, feel the pain or feel the, um, the sense of being overwhelmed or challenged or whatever word you want to use, you know? Um, And then I think it's important to look at it. I I also think that there's something in the DNA, you know, I'm thinking of so many examples of people now that are going through some really rough situations, health issues, financial um, relationships, you know, the usual kind of plethora of, of human you know problems right Mm -hmm. and i know some people that so are so reflexively negative and i know some people that are so reflexively positive and i what do you do you think that that's a choice or do you think that's sort of in your dna well, I think it depends. And we go to Rob. Right. Sorry, I, I, I forget to move. You know, I right. do work in I'm, television, but I'm not I'm moving the camera. the camera. I'm a cameraman tonight. So, um, and Sam Leibowitz, our great producer, and <laughs> and the Captain Kirk to our station here at TalkRadio.nyc joined. Thanks, Sam. So, um, I think it depends on whether whether people are willing to change. Yeah. And I think it doesn't matter what age they are, what their DNA is, what their background is. When people get into enough pain or discomfort, they change. Right. And if they want something better than what they're experiencing, they're willing to step outside their comfort zone of maybe unhappiness Mm. or maybe complaining Mm -hmm. and decide that they want to change. And maybe they want to go from calling it problems to challenges and looking at it with a more positive spin. But I think most everybody has some breaking point where they're like, I got to make a change. Mm -hmm. And then I think from there, it's more about them trying to focus on feeling better now everyone has their own pain threshold or their own limit to where they're like i gotta do something about this yeah but i think that we all have the opportunity to change and we all have the opportunity to be a little more positive i think it depends on the willingness of the person yeah, definitely. I, I think it's a combination of things because, like, to your point, too, for a lot of people, if you're made and programmed a certain way, you know, if negativity or um, being stuck in problems is what you've learned when you were a kid, your family of origin, your lessons, like you said, it might not be, you know, rationally, we know that it's not the place to be, but it's more familiar. Yeah. And being happy or choosing to kind of fix something or to look at something from an opportunistic challenge standpoint is less familiar yeah and it's just about like you said making the decision that you want to have you know a different attitude yeah yeah um so, were yes. you going to say something else? No, I was just going to try to, um, maybe during the break, I'm going to work on um, putting my glasses on and reading some of the uh, the posts that people are starting to contribute. Yes. Yeah, so JDK Rosen says, it's in your DNA or people work really hard to make the choice to live in positivity and gratitude. Love what Rob is saying right now. Thank you so much, Jody. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and, so, I, and I, I agree with that. I really, um, I really think that's an important, sort of an important quality. Absolutely. So Stacy Lynn has joined. Thank you so much. We're going to go to break and we really welcome people to call. Again, the number is 877-480-4120. You can go to talkradio.myc. The phone number is right there. If you want to post a challenge that you're having or a problem that you have, you can put it right there. And we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Talk Radio NYC, The Robin Kelly Show. We are talking about problems, the way we process problems. We're welcome, welcoming you to share your problems. We are working on our technical problems tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to multitask here um, to get back onto Facebook Live so we can join everybody in a more personal way. Um, I can help you guys with that in a second. So if you'd like to call, the number is 877-480-4120. Um, we will be back on with video in a moment. And um, yeah, so we're just talking about the way people process their problems. You know, people that get very um, kind of consumed and then people who are more um, apt to look at things from a more uh, positive kind of a learning 
um, opportunity, right? Right. Like, yeah. Because we're all about self-growth on this show, people. <laughs> we're always talking about how can we outgrow this into something better? And, um, you know, a lot of times when you're in the pain, when you're, go- when you're going through a challenge, it's pretty tough to think about growth. And I've heard someone say that pain is one of the greatest things that helps growth and you know no pain or gain Mm -hmm. so when you're in the pain it's tough to think about growth but coming out the other side you're like oh that that challenge was worth it yeah you know yeah well that's the trick too is when you're in something when you're in a shit storm it's really hard to recognize the value of it yeah that's probably the most important time to recognize the value of it but it's a really difficult thing to do yeah um so i think that uh but as you get older and hopefully a little bit wiser i think it um you know and maybe when you go through enough stuff it's easier to recognize while you're inside of something that there's something that you can learn or there's an opportunity for growth there right you know do you have a like when you have a problem how do you process it like do you have sort of a little regimen um, what you do like a problem solving protocol i i what i usually do is i call oh, a, <laughs> i call a bunch of my friends who are like brothers and sisters to me like you and uh, I talk to them about it. And I'm so grateful that I have people in my life that I can talk to about challenges that I have in my life. Because mm-hmm. um, it's so important that we get support. I can't do life alone. And I don't suggest to anyone else that they do life alone. I think self-sufficiency is good sometimes. And it promotes confidence and, and feeling like we're accomplishing things in life but i think especially emotionally we're meant to connect with each other and i think sam and you were talking before the show that one of the challenges that people have these days is they don't feel connected sometimes Mm. even though there's all this electronic connection going on and digital connection going on people feel lonely or alone Mm -hmm. or they're not connecting enough so i really appreciate that i have people to call people to talk to people to meet up for coffee that listen to me give me their feedback or or sometimes just say i'm sorry you're going through it you're going to be fine do you think so i was going to say this almost as a joke but now it's sort of a a real question yeah so when you say you can't do life alone I think about like a Henry David Thoreau, right, on Walden Pond, who's in complete reclusivity and isolation um, uh, for many, many years, and how people often fantasize about dropping out, living on their, you know, land or breaking out of the constructs of all the demands about, you know, living life in a certain way these days and just trying to simplify and kind of back away from all the dictates you know or the the mandates that are sort of dictated to us about you should work this way you should live this way you should drive three hours to the city for you know your morning commute because that's normal you you know whatever um do you think then that people that kind of pull out of the norms and make their own rules even if they're living more solitary lives have more or less problems it's a good question i think that um they probably have challenges just like anyone else it's just a different kind of challenge or a different set of challenges but i think part of being a human being is that we experience resistance within ourselves or or lessons to learn and that we try and grow through them and mm-hmm. become better people mm-hmm. what do you think um, I think that I think they're it? hungry a lot. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could forage. You have more I, for yeah, yourself. Yeah. Um, what do I, you know what? I don't know because I, I've been going through a, a good amount of fantasizing about sort of dropping out of society. I'm not really not in like a full way, but just sort of pulling out of a lot of the, like I said, the constructs, you know, the obvious stuff and simplifying and not being as beholden to all of the you know, just sort of the system that society sort of creates for us. Right. Because it doesn't really turn me on, you know. So um, I, I don't know. That's a really, it's an interesting question. I ask. I never know the answers to my own questions. I you, have no you idea. You ask great, great questions I'm a good to asker. yourself. I'm not a good answerer. You're like, Rob, I have a problem. I've been asking myself questions and I don't have the answer to them. <laughs> <laughs> so should we, um, I, I don't know if we, do you want to, so, do I we just, have a question online there? Yeah, so hey, okay. Young Park just joined. Thanks, hey young and um so we kind of what we decided was during the week we asked people if they um if they had any problems or challenges that they wanted us to address on the show Mm -hmm. and i have some emails we collected some real ditties that's right so (laughs) let's go to some of our questions we're gonna start with let's see who should we start with okay this is a good one it's in your handwriting so i'll go with you however you'd like to well, I, I made the listen here, but these, um, 
these emails came in during the week. I'm so glad that they came in. So Jennifer asked us, my boss is distant with communication through email or even when I talk to him in person and I get worried that he doesn't like me. How can I get him to be friendlier? Mm. That's a great question, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Miss Oh, Alfred? Thanks. Put that one. Yeah. Give me that one. Let's see. So your boss, wait, let me read it again. So your boss is distant and she wants to be more liked and more connected with her boss, right? Right. Huh. I think one of the first things to do is to ask yourself why you care so much about what your boss thinks of you. Mm. Not because it doesn't matter, but because at least you can get in touch with, um, you know, trying to maybe fill up a little of that gap on your own. Because I think often when you're trying too hard in a work environment to create these personal relationships, it can often uh, sort of muddy the waters. You know, you, it, it almost um, exacerbates it sometimes because it becomes your, your focus and sort of your filter through which you see every little interaction, every meeting, every, does that make sense? You know, every conversation mm-hmm. that you have. Um, I would I would say to remind yourself too that typically if a boss hired you, there's probably more that they like about you than you might realize. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to realize that when people are, when you feel disconnected when, from people at work that often off very often it has nothing to do with you and that there could be things going on in a different office or with their personal lives and that everybody's got their story swirling around separate from the one that's going on in the space between you and them right you know right what about you what do you think well i think first of all jennifer thank you so much for the question yes definitely we wouldn't have a show without this question no no um so (laughs) so yeah so i think um I think that it's important to get along with the people that we work with. It's nice to get along with our boss, but I don't think that our boss has to like us. And I, I, what I'm saying is that's always nice, but I kind of read the room with people and some bosses are not focused on whether they like you or not. They're focused on the bottom line or just Mm -hmm. getting the job done. Mm -hmm. And what I always suggest to clients and just people that I know is to stop looking for approval. Give it, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of yourself. Yeah. But also to other people, like Mm -hmm. instead of looking at other people to give you approval, Mm -hmm. start giving approval to them or making them feel better rather than focusing on whether you're liked or not yeah um but especially to yourself and the other thing is that um sometimes when we stop caring so much or being people pleasing or codependent on other people's opinions about us they start they start responding in a more positive way because they don't feel that (laughs) tension or that that pressure from us to like us right so it's really important to do that and it's just more empowering you know i i i have clients who are um Uh, professionals in the city here and I always remind them when they get into stuff like this you're a professional in New York City like you know how to do your job you're not asking anyone to tell you that you're all right you're telling yourself you're all right right I think it's also probably um, uh, noteworthy here too that often I I know for me when I'm feeling less connected from people whether it's someone I'm working with or a friend or a lover or a family member Mm. often it's because there's stuff going on with me and I'm feeling insecure or I'm feeling you know less than for whatever my own stuff is that given day or week you know and then that gets projected into all of your dynamics with other people and a lot of it's just a script going on in your mind that's actually not true you know if you do feel like there's really something going on I mean there's also trying to approach your boss and maybe and asking you know and, and one level like I remember my um, brother-in-law once gave this advice to my sister about something she was dealing with and it's so simple but it's remember when it, in any kind of professional dealings take the emotion out of it right and, you right. know which is not how I started out when I was a young woman in my profession um, I've since gotten you know really able to compartmentalize and you know you fulfill your personal needs with your personal life and with your work life and if they happen across um, and respect um, or I should say and then conversely in your work life you fulfill more of your creative or financial or professional needs if they overlap great you know and if you feel like it's creating major discord and maybe it's getting in the way of your productivity that's a reason to go and talk to your boss right you know and, and right. broach it in a really simple way but to start seeking you know more love and admiration from the person who's employing you might be more on us than it is on the boss yeah and also you know we've talked about this on the show before how the workplace is is such a a transference from the family we transfer all that family stuff onto people we work with because we spend so much time with them and it's like maybe take a look at 
you know, is this like a daddy issue, a mommy issue? Are you trying to get mommy to like you? Are you trying to get daddy to approve of you or whatever? And it's like, you know, we're adults and it's like, we don't need that. We can get that from our friends. We can get that from our family, but we, we don't necessarily need it from our boss or even the people we work with. You know, the workplace can be challenging in and of itself, getting along with all these <clears throat> different personalities. So I, I think it just helps us in life in general mm-hmm. that the more grounded and centered we are within ourself, where we're giving ourselves that approval, it's like any challenge that comes our way is going to be so much easier to deal with and get through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen to that. Um, okay, I'm going to try to read what we've got going on on Facebook Live here. Hey, Ann Park, thank you so much again for joining us. Um, I need to put my glasses on. <laughs> I'm still getting used to this um, this 21st century thing. It's not my area of expertise, this yeah. 21st century thing. Um, shall we go to another yeah, question? Do we yes. have time before our next break? Um, we could start it maybe, right? We've got a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. Few minutes. okay, yeah. so let's do this. All right, so... Um, so Maureen, Who's this from? This is from Maureen. Maureen okay. writes, my friend had a birthday party and didn't invite me. Uh-oh. When I said I'd hurt feelings, she told me to talk about it with someone else. Ooh, mm. this is getting great already. Okay, how close so, are they as friends is my first question. Okay, I called her to discuss it and she didn't call me back. A week later, I saw her and in front of other people, she said, you and I can be as angry as we want at each other, but I still love you the most in the world. I wasn't angry mm. and told her so and walked away. How do you suggest I handle this friendship? All right. I might have to reread that one. There's, there's a lot going on there. All right. So so she she had a friend. It sounds yes. like they're close. It's my interpreter. Because the friend's like, <laughs> I, I still love you the most in the world, but she didn't invite her to the yes. birthday party. Yeah. So she didn't get invited to the birthday party. She had hurt feelings. She told the friend. The friend told her to take it someplace else. Yeah. Talk to somebody else about this. And then when she called her, she didn't even call her back. And then she said something in a passive aggressive way in front of other people. Okay. You did a really nice job of interpreting that. Thanks. All right. Should we, um, when we, when we come back from break, we will help um, try to help Maureen um, kind of break down this question see if we can offer some uh, should we say advice some problem solving techniques yup all right we'll be right back Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Robin Callie Show. Tonight, we're talking about problems versus challenges. If you have any problem, you have a challenge, you can call into the studio, 877-480-4120, or you can join the Facebook Live stream and put your your challenge or problem there, and we will try and help you out. Jerry, welcome to the show. Yeah, and Stacy, welcome. Yeah, Stacy, thank you so much for joining the show. So um, if people can't tell, this Facebook live stream is new to us, even during the breaks, you know, (laughs) trying to get used to it. So thank you so much. So before the break, we were talking about Maureen, Mm -hmm. and Maureen has this friend who hurt her feelings by not inviting her to a birthday party, Right. and when she confronted the friend, the friend didn't want to talk about it, and then... When they saw each other, the friend sort of made a passive aggressive comment like, even though we're still angry at each other, I still love you the most in the world. And she said she wasn't angry and walked away and she wants to know how to handle the friendship. Yeah. Well, this to me sounds like a case of two people that have very different means of communication. And one friend sounds like she might be what I would consider avoidant, maybe not to her, but depending on how deep you want to dive with your friends, how much resolve you want to find, how much communication you want to sort of, um, you know, uh, commit to, right? Um, But it sounds like Maureen tried to broach this. It was a legitimate thing that upset her. It sounds, I, I understand why somebody would be upset by that. Then you um, try to broach it with your friend who really doesn't want to talk about it. Um, you know, how, how hard do you try and how close are you really? Or is this right. maybe time to adjust the expectations of the friendship? Right. You know, sometimes maybe it's, it warrants trying one more time to open up a conversation and then letting it go. I think everybody has to gauge that for themselves. Right. You know, what right. do you think? I think that it's a great opportunity to gauge the friendship and to look at the friendship and see how close you are Mm -hmm. or how close you thought you were. Yeah. Um, If someone hurts someone's feelings and they want to talk about it and the other person doesn't want to talk about it and doesn't even 
give any opportunity to discuss it or work through it a little. And I'm not talking about an hour long conversation, but I'm talking about any opportunity to even confront it or talk about their hurt feelings. If they don't give that opportunity, I think it says a lot about the friend. And like you said, now maybe that's how they approach confrontation. They don't like it. They kind of run away or they don't even want to discuss it. But I, I think that, most of the friends I have in my life would give me the opportunity mm-hmm. and people that don't give me the opportunity to talk about any hurt feelings. I don't know. Like, I don't know how close we are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the other thing is when she came up to her and said she still loved her the most in the world and things like that. Um, you know, it, I'm guessing that she has feelings like that. Yeah. But it you know, today I saw a quote. Um, the Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, what you're doing speaks so loudly that I can't hear what you're saying. And so I think it goes back to, you know, are you walking your talk? Like what you're telling people you love them, but how are you treating them? Are you giving them an opportunity to talk about things that have hurt their feelings or not? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it, too. So there's two things. There's two, you know, there's two sides to this. One is the person who feels like they need to broach because they have a they, they need to broach the conversation because they have an issue and hurt feelings. And then the other is, like you said, the person who's either willing or not willing to receive. It sounds like they're operating in different levels and that their communication toolboxes are made differently. Right. Right. Which right. is a really hard thing to combat. I still struggle with that so much. Right. If I'm not amongst my people or if I thought maybe I had a certain dynamic with someone, I'm thinking of a very previously a very very dear friend who you know had had had, has meant a lot to me for many many years um and you know i was just talking about her um earlier today actually who um sort of determined that you know at least for the time being we needed space but we never talked about it right um and i had no say in the matter i did because i needed to you know spew in an email response right but um this is somebody who i know to be made very similarly and one of the basis of our friendship is that we were um very open to being vulnerable and honest and committed to going through the icky parts together so it's been a real shock where you have to sort of say okay is this just because you know it's a temporary thing where you're just not on the same page or is it possible that you were looking at someone through eyes that maybe weren't as realistic as you thought right you know right and that happens because like in any relationship you get more information sometimes or people change and then you're like you know they're not who i thought they were yeah um and then the other thing is you know i like adults in my life (laughs) i like people that know the basics and you know i think one of the basics is if you hurt someone's feelings you give them a chance to talk about it Mm -hmm. you know so maureen hopefully (laughs) thank you maureen we wish you well with your friendship yeah hopefully that helps you okay maybe redefining your friendship let's go to another email oh this is good Oh, do we have a sexy one? Yeah. Kim Uh, says, uh, my boyfriend and I of three years have great sex, but I feel he doesn't connect outside our sex life. Mm. How do I get him to open up? Mm Mm-hmm. Miss Alberts, <laughs> why do I get the first go, the first answer? Well, this is this is a girl talking is a about girl a guy. Um, so you know, you know, I, I'd ask the girl in the room. <laughs> when you shared this one with me earlier, I, I'd said to you that I have known a good amount of people just along the way, couples that uh, often fight and have really what I wouldn't consider to be real communication on a day to day level. But sexually, they're very communicative with each other. Are we? Do we need to attend to our Facebook Live? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Michael, welcome. We have Jody. All right, Stacy and Jerry. Jerry. Um, yes, we welcome all of you, Thanks, and we appreciate y'all. your continued support. And Danny is joining us. This is so fun. All right, Danny. I really feel like I really feel now like I've just become current and like down with the down with the kids. There you go. Welcome to the show. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, so we're talking about the idea of how you can be very communicative or intimate when having a great sex life, but then it doesn't extend into like day to day life. That's a that's a tough one. That's a stumper. Like I said, if it works for both people, obviously in this situation with Kim, it doesn't. If it works for both people, fine. If in the bedroom is where you're the most intimate with each other and where you're the most expressive and then, you know, the rest of the time um, you're not getting into real, like, you know, uh, communication the way other people define it. If, if it's consensual, it doesn't really matter. But if she's feeling like she needs to have a little bit more um, connectedness outside of the bedroom with her boyfriend, um, my first question would be is, Kim, have you asked him? Have you tried to bring this up with him? Yeah. You know, obviously. Um, and I don't know, maybe sometimes couples counseling, professional help if two people are willing to do it. Right. You know, is that 
too much of a cop out answer? No. Do we have I, better better um, advice? I think if after talking to him <laughs> about it, he's not responsive or he's not open to the idea of a conversation like that or even trying to practice being more communicative outside the bedroom, then yeah, counseling, life coaching, you know, whatever it may take to, to sort of have a, a neutral person maybe be involved where they can help him start to open up with you. But I think a lot of times with couples though, or in any relationship um, like that, it's really just practicing, you know? And I think in, in practicing the sex or practicing, that's good. Practicing what? Practicing communication. And also I think in any couple, each person has assets to them and deficiencies, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. And I think part of being a couple is that you help each other with your strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah. And so there are many times where opposites attract, where you have people who, you know, if they have a strength and the other person um, has a weakness with that and they can help them and vice versa. So I think it's about practice, just like you got to you practice sex and the sex <laughs> gets better that, you know, you practice the communication yeah. and the communication gets better. I think another um, way to, to look at this, too, is, you know, um, is it to sort of trace back, right, to kind of. What, what, what's the expression I'm looking for? To sort of look at the current situation and try to find the sources of the parts um, that maybe aren't working. So, for example, if, you know, Kim's boyfriend is extremely expressive when they're intimate with each other, um, is it possible that that's an outlet for um, lack thereof in other areas? Is it possible right. that there's some problem going on with them? Is it possible that he doesn't have the comfort zone to bring it up with her? You know, I mean, there's right. all different kinds of ways to to sort of look at this, to kind of find the root, to trace back the root of um, why it seems to be coming out in certain ways and, and not in others. Right. You know? Right. And the other thing is that I think a lot of people forget that when you're having sex, you are communicating. And so... If the communication is better outside the bedroom or it gets better, then the sex is going to get better. And that's uh, true. That's a good point. Well, because it's like sex is easy in a way like we're animals first. And so physical attraction is the easiest thing for human beings. It's all the other stuff that can be a challenge. You know, as far as what I, see <laughs> I thought, I saw a little like Sam Wait. smiling. So I just wanted—I just got a little. I was just taking a I little glimpse. I think Sam's not used to us talking about <laughs> sex. Are we making you uncomfortable, <laughs> Sam? I like Jody's comment. Oh, uh, what is Jody it? says, tell Kim to stick with the guy in the bedroom and communicate with her girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really great point. Um, there might be some humor to what Jody is suggesting. That said, you know, and this is something I've—I've I've had a lot of conversations with girlfriends about this um, over the years. You know, especially when you're, you know, you're looking, you're seeking whoever your life partner is going to be. And you talk about how, you know, if only I could have the same bonding with my boyfriend that I do with my girlfriend. And often people would say that that it's necessary to compartmentalize. You're not going to get the full, you know, every shebang see, with one person. I totally disagree with that. Yeah, I'm jo- not saying I agree. Yeah, I'm saying that Jody, that's a very realistic way to look at things. Yes. And Jody, no offense. And if it works for you, great. But I think that people can find like a lover and a best friend all in one. I think they can find that where they can have great sex and they can also have great communication. That's that's just what I believe. I was just I was looking for a song with like dream dream or something like that just to make fun of you. But um yeah, I think that's an interesting point and I think it can be it can it can go You know both me, ways. I'm always thinking outside the box <laughs> and stretching for that goal <laughs> way in the distance. Yeah, well but this is this brings up an interesting, you know, question Jody's point which is um I also believe that you can get most things from the one person if you're blessed enough to find them. I don't know as I've gotten older that Cal- I can... What? what? Look, Am I looking really like, serious? Rob, you've been looking high and low. <laughs> Eventually you'll find them. Uh, but I also think that there's a, there's a reality to just a difference, obviously, in people, in, in genders, if we're talking about heterosexual couples, mm-hmm. um, where sometimes we are just made differently and there are aspects of communication, intimacy, sensitivity, vulnerability that you might be better off you might better find in your friends than you do in your partner so right. i think it's an individual thing right right i i don't know i just i keep going back to <laughs> mind body and soul that it's all connected and so um i think everything kind of affects everything yeah you sound a, like me like like even t- i don't know ten, five ten years ago maybe i've changed i don't know yeah i don't know my idealism has been i don't know I, I worded well i've experienced it so i know it's possible yeah and i, think, I have to yeah for me yes. that's always the goal that's, yes that's what i want yes all right so and that's what you next email 
Uh, and okay. we should also say, too, if anybody would like to call in, if you don't have access to um, Facebook Live or you're not able to post and join us, yeah, um, the number is 877-480-4120, and we'd love to hear from you. That's right. Okay. So our What's next our email next problema? is from Danny. We got a guy. Okay. Danny writes... I thought Danny's is much shorter. All the girls are like 10 lines, and Danny's is like two succinct lines. So Danny writes, uh, Hi, Robin Callie. I love the show. <laughs> I'm changing, but my friends keep treating me like the old me. Mm. Mm. Do you want to go first? Yeah. You to put the camera on me again. All right, Danny. Here's the thing. Your friends may not understand the new you that's emerging and that you're becoming, but if they're really your friends, they will support you in this new person that you're becoming. And it's not that you should get rid of them if they don't support you. Um, maybe they're confused. They're used to you being a certain way. And maybe it's something to talk about with them. But eventually, if they're really your friends, they're going to support you on anything positive that you're doing in your life. Yeah. And that goes for family as well. Yeah. I think um, we need to go to break. This one, I have a few things I'd like to say about this one. Okay. I think, yeah. And also, it kind of harkens back to something that our amazing guest, Daniel Laporte, shared with us a few weeks ago as well. So when we come back, uh, we'll talk further um, about Danny's issue with changing and making sure that everybody keeps up with him we'll be right back welcome back to the robin cali show what an adventure we're having tonight talk about <laughs> some challenges yeah but it's it's good it's fun though that's right it's we're, fun we're doing great we got the facebook live stream going thank you everybody who's watching um, and we appreciate all the comments and uh, and the different point of views. You know, sometimes yes. people say their own point of view, and and it's like there's a thought that's something to think about. Um, so we really you're really in the dark right now, aren't you? I am in many Figuratively ways, Callie. And literally, Callie, yeah. All right, okay. Well, so, we're still there. We can still make you out. Right. So um, tonight we're talking about problems versus challenges. Uh, we welcome anyone who wants to put a, a comment there. If you have a, a problem or you have a challenge you're going through, we can help you out. Uh, we got some emails we've been reading. Before the break, we were talking about Danny. Yes. And Danny wrote mm -hmm. to us and he said, I'm changing, but my friends keep treating me like mm. the old me. Yeah. Callie, what do you think about it? I think this is a really great question and a really important one. Um, and it comes in so many different forms. You know, I, I so Danielle Laporte talks about this in her new book, uh, White Hot Truth, when, um, when it, in, in the context of uh, personal growth and when you start changing and outdoing or outgrowing old patterns or you're trying to evolve that it might not agree with the people around you that have loved you the longest or the most or the hardest or whatever because you're shifting like what I call the homeostasis a nice little psych word right so people are accustomed to us acting a certain way whatever that dynamic is and then as soon as you start changing even if it's for your betterment which ultimately is the most important thing it throws people off because again there's a lack of um, there's an unfamiliarity there Right. And also, a lot of times, certain relationships are defined by things that aren't that that are toxic or not so healthy, and it takes us, you know, a while and work and years to kind of recognize that, and it takes balls to out to to break out of it yeah. because it's not clean and it's you know not always neat and polished. Um, and so, you know, I would say to Danny just to keep focused on you know on. Um, <laughs> Look at me now. I'm like looking as if it's a mirror. I'm adjusting my hair in the fa in the Facebook Live uh, camera. Um, but I think that it's really important to stay the course and right. to do what feels good for you and your heart and soul as long as you know what you're doing is really for your own um, like I said, like your your own betterment, and then other people have to catch up. And it doesn't mean that other people that close to you don't matter, yeah, or um, that it's not you know that it's insignificant. But I think again. That's on everyone else. If he's growing and changing in ways that are good for his evolutionary process, then everybody else kind of needs to get with the program. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Rob? Well, I, I agree with that totally. And um, I also think here. that... Um, I also are we sitting in the dark? I feel like we're in a power outage now somewhere on the street. Our show is in the dark. <laughs> I, don't know um, what, I don't know what it is. It's just that, yeah, it's just cooler that way, yes. So, no, I, but I also think that... Um, that people get attached to the past yeah. and they get attached to people the way they were in the past. Mm. I know that's one of the challenges I've been having lately mm -hmm. is moving on from the past mm -hmm. and realizing that, that people grow in different ways and, and they change and I change and that's a good thing. 
and to sort of detach from the past and move on. And I think it's a challenge that we all have as human beings to stop looking in the rearview mirror and to look at the front windshield, you know. And oh, look at that. that was really pretty. Well, someone told me, I think this week someone said that the reason why the rearview mirror <laughs> is so small is because we're not supposed to look at the past. We're supposed to look at the windshield, which is so much bigger. <laughs> That's Sam, cute. did you tell me that? All right. All right. Someone told me that. Yeah. That's cute. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully, Danny, you know, you'll keep changing and becoming the guy that you want to be and you'll keep attracting people who support you in that. Yeah. Well, and that's I want to make another point to that, too. Just keep going on this one for a minute. So, yes, I I do firmly believe similar to the uh, question we had earlier um, from I'm sorry, I'm forgetting who's who what the name was, Um, but just about the idea of staying. It was the boss question. So staying your course and kind of figuring out what works for you and that naturally that ripples out if you're feeling more whole if you're feeling more self you know love toward yourself or more self-acceptance if you're feeling like you're going in the direction that is you know best for you then everything does sort of shift accordingly now this also doesn't mean just to play devil's advocate for a minute it doesn't mean that especially in your intimate relationships that um, while we're all as individuals on our our own timeline it doesn't mean that like your partner your dear friend or your family member or your child or whatever um, uh, that their rhythm is wrong and yours is right. You know, that takes conversation and compromise and em- empathy toward people that are around you. You know, maybe right. they're not ready to catch up at the speed at which you're changing. Right. So I think it's, I think it's just important to be, you know, sensitive to that, you know? I agree. Oh, good. I love when you agree. You're so smart when you agree. So, um, <laughs> so just out of curiosity, do you have any problems or challenges? None. That we can I have talk about? no problems. Come on, Callie. Nothing. I got nothing. Come on. You got to have something that's oh, going yes. on we could talk yeah. about. Yeah. It's funny because it's so funny. I don't like using this word now that I'm kind of articulating I know. it. I keep using challenge. It's not really. I no use offense, it maybe. Ms. Alpert, Ms. Alpert. <laughs> it's, it's actually a word now that I'm, I'm sort of, I don't know, focusing on it more that we've been using it for the last hour. Right. Um, that when I use it, I probably use it more in, in jest, like, oh boy, do we have a problem? You know, I think that's right. probably, but anyway, I was just getting caught in the semantics. I am, um, I've got plenty of shit that I'm dealing with, you know? Yeah. Um, and who doesn't? Yeah. And um, I would say most people I know do in all kinds of different ways. But what I try to do is number one, like you said earlier, um, keep myself calm, uh, keep it in perspective. And recognize that, uh, first of all, my little life is just one little blip on the map. And even though I need to um, be, you know, to to own that and and give it credence, that it's not the only earth shattering thing going on. It's, you know, I mean, it just gives me a perspective, I guess, a sense of humility toward whatever my problem is. You know what I mean? Rather than having it consume or define me. Right. Um, and then I usually try to, I reach out to friends. Um, I go through days where I'm in a really bad mood or I'm upset or I, you know, cry or I'm angry. And then I usually give myself a certain amount of time to do that. Right. And then I try to look at whatever, the, I, I try to fix it. Right. I try to just be really concrete and fix it right. and try to figure out where the opportunity, the learning moment is. Right. That's sort of my, you know, without giving, <laughs> nobody needs to hear the specifics of my stuff right now, but um, I talked about it all on the show. Uh, but I also think that again, the more things go on, sometimes it's a reminder that you've got to do something different. It's like, you got to, you know, if you're going to hit the brick wall and keep repeating the same stuff that uh, it's, it's time to open up your eyes and recognize what you might be able to do differently to dilute the problem. Right. You know? So I think it's on us. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And I think it's, it's our choice whether we want to focus on the problem or the solution, you know, and, and. I like to fo- focus on the solution because, frankly, I want to feel better. I mean, right, just to exactly. be honest, a selfish move. I want yeah. to feel better. Yeah. I want more peace of mind. Yeah. I want to be happy. I don't want to dwell in misery. I've done enough of that in my life where, you know, I get sort of used to the pain or the discomfort. And it's like, I, I don't want to do that anymore as much as possible. I want to keep outgrowing that or I keep focusing on the solution to any challenge and feeling better. Um, And so that's important. And I think it goes back to what we talked about, you know, whether a person is willing to focus on the solution or not. Do they want to just complain or do they want to focus on how they can get through this to the other side? And it's so important. And I think that is like a person to person thing. It it just depends on who they are, what the, the, the issue is. And again, how much pain they're in 
to sort of work through it or to focus on maybe going in a different direction where they can get out of it. Yeah. I also, you know, I, I always, when, when I do um, retell this quote, I always say it with a disclaimer that I don't do this very often, but I think about a, a Dr. Phil quote that I heard many years ago, and it speaks more to people that are having um, problems and issues in their relationships mm. with whomever. And the, the question he asked or he put forth is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Right. You know, and it's really, again, simplifying it down. Like you, if you're doing it by yourself, do you want to be happy or do you want to at least try to find the path of least resistance? Right. Or do you want to keep getting stuck in the mishigas, as I like to say, yeah. you know, which is the Yiddish word for sort of all the, the stuff, the trouble, the mess, the drama, however. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same with them um, with relationships. It's like, do you want to put your ego aside because it's in the name of joy and love? Or do you want to be right and get stuck on this thing that you can't fix? Supposedly, you know. That's right. <laughs> Did I just lose you? You're like, and okay, we got two minutes. No, no. Enough of you talking. No, no, no. It's it's a good point. And it's like, <laughs> um, there have been times where sometimes I want to be right, but usually I really want to work it out where there's peace again or there's a good vibe. And to me, it, God, life is so about the vibe, isn't it? I mean, it really is. And it's like, if I'm looking at a challenge, it's, you know, how can I change it to get the vibe to where things are all right or I feel more hopeful? I mean, I watch Law of Attraction videos a lot, like yeah. Abraham Hicks stuff. Esther. Like, yeah, just love Esther. put Esther on and, and listen to that good vibe stuff. And whatever problem or challenge you're having or whatever you call it, that can, Law of Attraction videos can definitely help it out. Or, yes. you know, Esther Hicks can, can definitely help. Esther, I'm just realizing I'm wearing my good vibes only shirt, which I can't really show everybody right now. Oh, there you go. But I guess well, that great. was my subliminal, my unconscious support of what I knew you were going to say. Good. So Callie Alpert is focusing on the good vibes. So we're getting to the end of the show, Callie. Anything else you want to say? I, uh, I'm i not sure. No, I feel like I've heard enough from myself tonight, <laughs> frankly. You did no, good. I, um, I, you know, I just, uh, I think it's important to... To try to, number one, be gentle with yourself when you're going through something challenging right. um, and, and accept that something might suck for a while instead of resisting it. I think that's really important. Right. And then I think it's, it's um, you know, it, it's really helpful to figure out what your support is, whether it's professional or familial or reading a book or, you know, but just keeping your eye on the prize and knowing that everything is temporary. Everything's temporary. Yeah. Good stuff and bad stuff, you know, or the, the light and the dark challenging the stuff, stuff. Yeah, yeah challenging stuff is just as temporary as the you know the stuff that feels better to us you know it, it's all temporary yeah it's so true it's so true life is all about change constant change and also it's um um just as far as if you do have a challenge just say something to someone mm. that's what i recommend mm-hmm. just say something to someone yeah you can you say know. it to us you can write us if yeah. you need a little just an ear that's right yes that's right um, so we're getting to the end of this episode. Really appreciate everyone interacting. Yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, Jody, feelings aren't facts. Thank you, Jody. Good reminder. Good one. Good one, Jody. Thank you. Appreciate all the comments <laughs> and the emails that help the show. We really appreciate it. Um, I just want to put a plug in. I usually don't do this. Uh, thank you, Jody. We're loving you, loving the show. Thank you so much. Um, I usually don't mention my life coaching album, but I want to put it out there because people are going through challenges. It's You Are the Hero, Coaching and Affirmations. You can find it on iTunes. Go to robk.com, um, Pandora, all the different Spotify, everything. You can find it there. And we really appreciate everybody watching and listening. Take care, y'all. Bye.